Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Final hour of Ben and Woods brought to you by Senior Grubbies in downtown Carlsbad and Oceanside. Check out their daily happy hour from 3 to 6. Hashtag eatgrubbies and eatgrubbies.com. Our thanks again to Jesse Agler, not only for today's appearance, but all season long. Tuesdays, the incorporator. Uh, Jesse's just the best. I have become a giant fan of Jesse Agler Same, over the last man. two years. Same. He is uh, He is just, he's the best. And, and, you know, get the opportunity to talk to him off the air, too. I mean, it's, the dude is like the sneaky, he's like you, Ben. Super professional, right? Great at his job. Off the air, an absolute assassin. Just straight up an assassin. You guys, if you knew uh, how sneaky funny Ben Higgins is and how sneaky funny Jesse Agler is off the air, I mean, it's like staggering. It's staggering. People wonder, then why don't they do it a little more regularly on the air? Eh, it's just not not who we are. It's uh, Yeah, I mean, that's who I am. Yeah. I'm... I'm you be you, I'll be me. That's it, right? I mean, like I'm I'm pretty much the same moron at home as I am when I crank the I mic. Mean, I'm not sitting here holding back with like great lines. Well, no, and you don't turn, one after another. You don't turn the mic off and and curse and do things no. like that never. Like that's a le- like on my kids, that's a legit thing. I've never heard Ben the only curse word I've ever heard Ben say was ass. I think I heard him say damn one time. He said damn one time. And I was like, "Whoa." Was it I think it was on the golf course. He said damn, damn it. Pissed. I'm like, "Oh god." I was, I think... I was scared. Yeah, it was scary. But... I must have been really mad. Yeah, I think you you chunked one out of the sand or something. (laughs) Like, damn it! When I have to go past dang it, dang it! When you go past dang it, it's like... You know I'm really, really mad. None of my cursing even works in my house anymore. My kids don't even care. Well, I'll throw a dang it for us. I've uh, I've never done this. Do we have to retract a don't do this today? 
Well, I mean, yes, and we have done this before because sometimes we will do things. Uh, it feels like this might be even more of a don't do this. Yes, come on. Like, all right, so we did this story earlier about the two referees appearing to go in and get an autograph from Mike Evans from the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks, right? The game had ended. There was, somebody was filming in the tunnel. In the, the game tunnel. had ended. Uh, you can hear the the music and everything going on in the stadium. Mike Evans walks into the tunnel to head to the locker room. The, the guys track him and down. The two refs are chasing him. Mike, Mike, Mike. Yep. They pull something out. They hand him a pen, and he signs it, leading everyone it's to not, believe. I mean, there's not a lot of other things that could be other than an autograph. It's not request, golf, right? Where you have to sign your car. Hey, Mike, you forgot to sign your. Hey, you had six receptions. You got to sign your car. Twenty-one three loss. <laughs> Right, so didn't sign his golf cart. He didn't sign his cart. I thought maybe you know referees aren't like umpires; they have jobs on the side. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They're regular. That the referee job is the job on the side, and they have a regular job. I thought maybe they were like process servers, and it was like <laughs> Mike, Mike, yeah, you just been, been served. served. You've been no. served. <laughs> Give them papers or something. So here's the here's the update. Ready for this? And it's even worse than the original. After speaking with the individuals involved, we have confirmed that the post game interaction between Jeff Lamberth, Trip Sutter, and Mike Evans did not involve a request for an autograph. Both Lambert and Sutter have been reminded of the importance of avoiding even the appearance of impropriety when interacting with players, coaches, and club staff on game day, including during the pregame and postgame time periods. As the statement notes, the optics of the video aren't great, but it doesn't look like there will be much more said about what happened on Sunday. So that's a whole big fancy way of saying okay. it still might have and been. We're not going to tell you what happened, but but it wasn't. We that. don't want it to become a giant story, so we're going to kick this one under the carpet. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's what it feels like. All yeah. right. So why is Woods all of a sudden? I mean, we were going to cheer for the Phillies, but I can't say that I I felt great about their chances. I mean, they're hot, but the Astros are really, really good in this World Series. Then I saw this tweet yesterday. And uh, Craig Meddy, our Tier 1, tweeted it into my timeline, and then I retweeted it from a, an account called at Big Dumper PM. <laughs> which, uh, okay. <laughs> I need that. I just need Big Dumper. Okay? Big Dumper PM. And it, it says, my predictions for the next 10 World Series champions. And you look down at the timestamp. This is a tweet, 8.41 a.m., Twitter for iPhone, November 2nd, 2019. So this is a tweet that is almost three years old. Yep, it's, yeah. Almost and I don't know old. how you fake this. I, I, I mean, it, it feels like those timestamps, once they're there, it's out there. People can retweet it. It's been retweeted now over a thousand times over three years. But here's what it says. So 2020, Dodgers. All right, so you got that one right a year in advance. 2021, Braves. Okay, now that's spooky. He's just predicted the next two World Series winners correctly in 2019. 2022, Phillies. Oh. Phillies. How would you even know they were going to be in No, I right. mean, it's so odd. I mean, does this guy have Gray Sports Almanac from Back to the Future 2? Oh, my favorite part of any movie ever. <laughs> Give me that, my friends. You will never hear from me again. I, I mean, so he, and he lists off the next 10. Do you want to know? I mean... He's been right so far. He's, so he's tantalizingly so, close to going three for three. So he's two for two right yeah. now, which is pretty good. And again, so in 19, he tweeted it, and the first one he calls is 20. Yeah. The Dodgers. Dodgers. A year in advance calls the Dodgers. But before you know there's a pandemic, a short season, anything and in like 2019, that. 2019, let's be real, that wasn't a 
hot take. That's not a giant no, ballsy but call. But th- then to go two years from now, I like the Braves. I mean, you can maybe you like their young players, well, Acuna, were, move, you know, on the way they, up. They were terrible, and then they ended up winning the World yeah. Series. Yeah, uh, and then the Phillies. I mean, where does that come from? I guess. I mean that. Had uh, I guess they had Bryce they Harper, had, yeah. so he was on the team. I mean, okay, so you got them. Here's the rest: 2023 Mariners. All right, that sounds 2019 like crazy, but man, all of a sudden it doesn't sound so crazy anymore. They finally got a taste of the postseason. They had a great, great year, uh, and yeah, their superstar Julio Rodriguez coming into his own. I mean, yes, absolutely believable. 2024. Padres. They the Astros really well. They, they lost, did. I know they lost yeah. all three they games, yeah. but they, like, they should have won the at least final two innings. Yeah. yeah. 2024, Padres. He's got the Padres I winning like the World guy. Series two years from now on his 10-year plan. I got two more years of all uh, this. 2025, back to the Mariners again. We've got a, a Mariners-Padres-Mariners stretch of World Series champions coming I'm up. I'm all about it. 2026, Giants, because why not at this point? 2027, Angels, okay. At some point, they have to. Mike Trout at at age 36, going to finally get one there, whatever he is. 2028, Marlins. Wow. And 2020. Schumacher leads them into. (laughs) Finally, he's got the World Series ring there for the Marlins. And then 2029, Orioles. I see it. I mean, it it sounds crazy. No Dodgers in there, huh? No Dodgers. No Yankees. No Dodgers. No Red uh, Sox. If this guy is. Is truly Nostradamus? Would you would you sign up for that? It's one World Series ring. It's none for the Dodgers. I, I mean, I take. I'll, I'll go ahead. I'll sign up for Big Dumper PM's <laughs> ten year plan right now. Bet you would. If, <laughs> who wouldn't sign up for Big Dumper's ten year plan right now? I'd love more. I would love more, but I'll tell you, I do like the the names in there. Those are some interesting teams that would be fun to see some of them win a World Series. It'd be fun as hell to watch the Mariners win a World There's Series. There's no way I'm in a position to say, ah, no, I'm not going to. You can't would guarantee it? the one. I'm I'm good. I'll take our chances. You guarantee, you take the one. I think you take the one guarantee. And we also don't know who the runner-ups are in his production. No. You could be in the World Series. You could have four straight NLCS appearances with a couple World Series. Like, Which, again, like I know it sucks that we're out, but my Lord, I had a fun time over the last three weeks. I think as weeks. long as we get one. And as long as we Whenever have- this window, quote-unquote, is closed, if we have one ring at least... And a lot of fun NLCS, hey, World Series appearances. Man, and, I'm, I'm pretty good. And as long as we have the playoff cabin every single year, I'm fine with <laughs> I, it. I mean, think about I'll it, though. You know, go, are you? Futures bets in ML, you know, for a season-long bet. Very hard to hit oh, just one yeah. of those at the start of the year. Now, let's parlay that for two years, possibly three straight years. <laughs> We're starting to talk... Fairly astronomical odds of what's going on. I don't here. even think you can fairly. It's just massively, massively. <laughs> yeah, like odds of this happening are as good as hitting a perfect bracket in the NCAA tournament. I mean, we're starting to get Powerball territory. I mean, how many does he have to win before you might as well just billion Bro, in the Powerball? If he wins this one, if he wins this one, somebody you're needs... putting in the Mariners right next year. It, yeah, right well, now? if somebody, if he wins this one, if the Phillies win this World Series. This dude needs to be protected at all costs. I'm going to look. Let me look at the series prices right now for the Phillies against the Astros. Oh, yeah. I mean, Phillies to win the series plus 160. So put 100 bucks down, you win 160. Astros going to cost you 190 to win. 
I'm taking it. Just wait until Big Dumper turns Hill Valley's dilapidated courthouse <laughs> <laughs> into a, a casino. Uh... <laughs> I, I just put, look, come here, just to confirm. I just put my money where my mouth is. There it is. Phillies. He's believing in the Phillies and Big it. Dumper PM. Big Dumper PM is going to carry us into the promised land. Now, you know, game to game, who knows what happens. But in a seven-game series, Ben, as we know, anything can happen. And the uh, Phillies are red hot. I got another update here from Tom Pelissero on the uh, our Don't Do This story. Now, here it is. Another one. He says the full story here. Here's the full story. Bucks wide receiver Mike Evans and side judge Jeff Lamberth both went to Texas A&M. And Lamberth was getting Evans' phone number to pass it along to a golf pro to give Evans lessons per sources. Uh, I like Mike Lamberth Evans didn't have paper, so he borrowed it from another official. Okay. All right. Why buy it? I fully, <laughs> it's a good story. I fully, because here's the thing. You're out there on the field. The guy goes, hey, how's the golf game? Dude, it's terrible. I need some lessons. I, I got a guy, man. You should call him. I'll get you his number after the game. All right. I believe it. I buy it. Well done. I love to turn people onto the game of golf, and Mike Evans probably going to be a pretty good golfer uh, if he puts in the work. Wow! So, all right, uh, he's going to going to try his hand at a little golf. Maybe uh, maybe you should wait for the off season though. Yeah, yeah. Before of you course. really start working hard on the game in the middle of an NFL campaign, especially after a twenty twenty one to three loss to the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> Terrible man. Terrible. Keep, keep your head in the game a little bit yep. right there for sure. But uh, all right, so uh, Phillies this year, Mariners next year, then the Padres. We get our ring in twenty twenty four. Yeah, we only have one more year left on our deal here. That's true. That Although ninety seven three, the fan will have the Padres yeah, for we, five more years. We so. we only have one more year on our our deal. So whatever it is, so we're we'll, gonna have to the call par- a- the parade will be you know sometime early November twenty twenty four, maybe yeah. like November seventh or eighth. You just want to circle that and keep it. Keep those days free, just so you know you can come for the Padres World Series break. What went wrong next year, though? Yeah, what did, did go did, wrong? Did the Mariners and Padres meet in the World oh, Series and we, we lost Trent Grisham seven, didn't or? win the MVP, as you said he would win. I don't later. know. I don't know what wrong what went wrong next year, but at least we know they're getting it in two years. At what point do you just assume it's true? If the Phillies and the Mariners both win the next Bro, two years, that's it. might as well just start printing the Padres... T-shirts and send out the rings for 2024. Of course, we would be the one team to not. doesn't do it. Yeah. Oh, wow. This guy predicted nine of ten World Series correct in 2019. The only one he missed was the Padres in 2024. Oh, Lord. Uh, Today they're having a press conference. Ben at Petco Park, 11 a.m. We're going to air it here on 97.3 The Fan. It's the the postseason wrap-up. You know that I'm bad with stuff like this. They do this every year, yeah? Uh, yeah, they the do it. Post- yeah, whether they lose eighty-five games or make the playoffs, usually either the day after or two days after the season, usually they make the the GM and the manager available. Sometimes the players in the clubhouse as well. I don't know if they're just doing that or just uh, Preller and Bob Melvin, but um, yeah, they're going to be talking at eleven, and we will carry it live for you here on ninety-seven three. The fan. Anything you want to know specifically from either of those two guys? It's a good question. Um, I don't know if I went to the press conference if I would start pulling out the strategy from the. I think we're over that from the NLCS. Yeah, I am. I mean, you kind of had the chance to ask it. uh, Not you personally, but like the time to ask those questions was after the game. Yeah, you move on. He was asked. There's nothing. You can't do anything about it. Yeah, there's nothing you can do at this point, right? Um, 
What would but you? But it's ask? too early to really yeah, what you, ask AJ. Well, what are your big plans for the off season? Yeah, trades. What are you, you, you going yeah. to move? Yeah, yeah. So it's just kind of eyewash. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah, I mean, you know, there might be a, a, a tidbit or two of of news that came out today. You can kind of come clean on any health issues that guys need to work on at this point. You know, I don't know that they will, but you can say, oh yeah, so and so is dealing with blank that you don't necessarily say while the season is still going on. I guess you kind of have to, again, it's so early into the offseason, but you kind of have to ask, I mean, okay, two days in to the offseason, like what, what limited this team this past season positionally and where what are the biggest holes that need to be addressed? Well, I, think you, I think it's fair to ask how active you plan on being. Uh, we know A.J. Preller. He's been the GM here for a long time, and active is certainly a word you could use to describe him. He's always active. He's always moving. He's always trying to improve the ball club. So do you, do you, you have some nice pieces coming back. There's no question. I think there's a lot of teams in baseball that would kill for the pieces that the Padres have coming back. That being said, there's still a lot of work to do on this team. It, it was a fun run. A.J. has proven he can put together a team that can at least get to the National League Championship Series, the Final Four, as it were. You've, you've put together a roster that got you to the Final Four. I know you guys are hungry for more. I know you want it. Um, how active do you plan on being in, in reshaping the team? And will this team look drastically different on the first day of spring How training? How do you need to be? I would, I would, be? I would yeah. say you don't want it to look drastically different, but AJ's certainly M.O. is more changes than you expect almost every offseason. So would it stun you if there was a couple of guys that weren't here that you thought were going to be here and no. guys who are here that you never expected would be here? No. it's not. It shouldn't surprise you at this point because it's A.J. Preller. That's what he does. I think I'd almost feel weird as hell if it was just everybody coming back the same. We're not used to that uh, by any stretch. All right, we'll come back. Um, I think we got a shout-out to his family, unfortunately. from uh, Sad story, man. Yeah, the world of Hollywood coming up. Then a Rindel report. Get us to 10 o'clock. Turn things over uh, to Braden. I think he's in again today for Coach. We'll find out when he gets here in a few minutes. It's Ben and Woods. Check traffic and be right back on 97.3 The Fan. same old whatever or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe visit hyundaiusa.com for more details hyundai there's joy in every journey this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And I really hope we can see more unity and more peace when already things are so difficult. So, shout out to his family. I saw uh, your Polly Rindle, your wife Megan, was tweeting about this one yesterday. Shout out to his family. How Ben and Woods offer tribute to a fallen celebrity or star on this program. If you're new to Ben and Woods, it comes from the shout out to his family for George Floyd by David um, Guetta, David Guetta on, the, on the roof of a Miami hotel during the pandemic, was it? Yeah, it was when it happened? Yeah. It was, yeah, like... George Floyd was murdered like mid-May, late May yeah. 2020. This was like the first week of June. Yeah. And he, he's on a rooftop. They were raising money for a bunch of charities, I think. And it was the virtual, the whole virtual thing. Yeah. It's just him by himself on a roof in Miami. And then there's people in the balconies, the high-rise, you know, condos watching. and all that. And, like, and I really hope we can see more unity and more peace. When already things are so difficult. Just right. stop right there. That's it. So, shout out to his family. Nothing like getting your, somebody dies and shout out. I'm going to give you guys a shout out. We also have a, a female version that is more recent. From the from, when, from, Queen, from the Queen's yeah, when the passing. Queen passed away. And the, uh, with the British radio station, like the techno the station. The techno station that, was on, just playing techno. <laughs> it goes right back to it. Do we and have, Paul, you, can you call that one up for us as well? It's fantastic. I love this one. <laughs> you gotta find it. Got it right here. There it is. Yeah, the techno station. Uh, 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 oh. This is BBC News. Oh. We're interrupting our schedules for the following announcement. Buckingham Palace has announced the death of Her Majesty. The That's it. The you didn't cut anything out of that? Uh, I don't believe so. It's right back to the bourgeois beat. Right back into it. Uh, so today's shout out no, to... No, I, I think I did cut it oh. because it was a little bit more... A little yeah. bit more of the Queen like, has passed. Her Majesty, uh, Her Majesty Queen, Queen Elizabeth, Elizabeth II. But, so, but it was not much. But that's, then it goes right back to, to the bourgeois beat. Yeah. 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 So that's what we play for shout out to her family. This is shout out to his family. Um, but yeah, Leslie Jordan passed away. And I think you know, it was at the age of 67. I think that that's still young enough to go, whoa, I what didn't happened? really know his name, but once I saw his face, yes. I pictured him immediately. Oh yeah, I've seen him... Just kind of one of those character actor role guys that comes in and just steals a scene. Whenever, whatever he's on, he'll just steal the scene. Like most famously, uh, Will and Grace. Yeah, famous for Will and Grace. Famous during the pandemic as well. Made a lot of videos, and yeah. you know there was a lot of those people that that 
that were bored and they're like, I'm just going to open up. We had so many actors and comedians on because, well, they weren't doing anything. <laughs> and like, it was a good time to get them. Uh, he was so funny during the pandemic and uh, reached out. Who's the guy? We've had him on our show before. Basketball guy. Is he? Is he basketball guy? Or sp- he's a sports guy. Is he? Muscular dude, is he? Is he? What's his name? Oh, um, uh, Israel Gutierrez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Izzy Gutierrez. I saw a tweet from him yesterday, and Izzy Love said Izzy. he is so. Izzy was so cool. He uh, there was a tweet from him yesterday, and it was so sweet, man. He said while my ex husband was on his deathbed, Leslie Jordan FaceTimed him to help comfort him. They did not know each other. Rest in peace. This he did stuff like that. He was willing to to do that, and he's uh, the the star of one of my favorite, my absolute favorite. Uh, what would you call this? Just a little quick hit, a little quick hit on Twitter. Yeah. Lord have mercy, I'm about to bust. <laughs> it. Anytime I see it or hear it, it always makes me laugh every single. Time. Lord have mercy, I'm about to bust. <laughs> I think it was a cameo. He's from Chattanooga, Tennessee. So flipping funny. So, he, so funny. He, I think uh, the best way to describe him, Ben, was was what you just said. He, he stole the scene yes, when he came yes, yes. barreling into the set. Absolutely. Like, he was so funny. And, yeah, he passed away. Um, so he, he, It was a car crash. Was a car he, crash. He suffered a medical emergency while driving. So... I don't know, heart attack while driving leads to a car crash. But, yeah, just such a sad story. And, and again, I think 67, you go, that's, that's yeah, still too young. young. Yep, 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 too young. So something happened, and, and yeah, he crashed his car. But, man, he is. He was one of the funniest. His Instagram had accumulated 5.8 million followers, uh, and it grew so much during uh, the pandemic. People would turn to him for a little bit of levity and a little bit of, of comedy. He was really, really seemed like a really sweet guy. It's funny how there are those actors who um, can be, even with a giant star, like in a movie or in a television show, but when they enter the scene, all the attention goes to the That's exactly the right. bit the bit character. The, the star could be, doesn't even matter anymore what they're doing. The bit character is the guy that everyone loves to see brought, walk into the scene. I think like, you know, Jerry and Elaine having a conversation on the couch and then Kramer, Kramer comes yeah, flying yeah, through the door yeah, done deal. and he's the center part yep. of, the, of the show now. That's exactly right, man. He was, uh, this dude was really, really funny. So uh, shout out to your family. Leslie Lord Jordan. have mercy, I'm about to bust. Kills me every Shout out to his family. Uh, we out of a Rydal report coming up next. Paulie will give us some headlines, including a... Uh, a college basketball story that I thought was pretty interesting, if that's still in your top three, Pauly. We'll get to that coming up. Uh, a reminder, fantasy football still on stardom or sitting. Who will be a bust this week? Upper Hand Fantasy gives you the insight on the best matchups and the best lineups for your team this weekend. Get the upper hand with hosts Faraz Siddiqui and Zach Rizzuto. They do the hard work so you don't have to. Just listen, get smarter, set up your lineup. Brand new episodes each and every weekday. Upper Hand Fantasy on the free Odyssey app wherever you get your podcasts. Back with the Rindle Report next with Ben Woods on 97.3 The Fan.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Look at us, just creating superstars around this country, Ben. I'm, I'm going to take great pride in this. Our old intern, back at our old station, his name is Connor Hines, worked uh, with us in the morning, just won the Georgia Association of Broadcasters Gabby Award as Small Market Sportscaster of the Year in the state of Georgia. Works in uh, Macon, Georgia, Central Georgia. Brings them all their sports news. And uh, congratulations, Connor. He was uh, he was a real up and up and comer, a go getter back in the day. He looked to sleep every single morning when he got there. <laughs> I was just going to say, are we talking about the same guy, right? <laughs> Good kid, though. Color me uh, paint. A uh, little bit surprised. No, come on, come on. He's a young kid. He was like twenty one at the time. And he was sleepy because it was early. We worked very early in the morning. Went to the here. University of Indiana. Yep. It was a Hoosier. That's right. Got into broadcasting. Had a, had a dream of getting into broadcasting one day. And look at him now. Yeah, well, you're welcome. Carl. WMAZ <laughs> Channel 13 in Macon, Georgia. He's making it in Macon. Good. Hmm. Uh, tomorrow we will uh, we will have Adam Jones join us. He was uh, at Petco Park and then in Philly uh, covering the series after we've had him so often from far flung locales in Europe uh, during the end of the season. He's actually back in America. Was doing some work for Major League Baseball. He can give us his thoughts on what he saw at the end of that series and help us preview the World Series matchup between the Phillies. And the Astros beginning on Friday. All games, by the way, they announced yesterday will begin at 5.03 our time uh, in the World Series. So Friday, Saturday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, cool. Friday, Saturday. Wedding. What is it? Friday, Saturday. Friday, Saturday. Wedding. Okay. Mm-hmm. Rehearsal, dinner, wedding. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Halloween. And then I can watch. And then Friday, Saturday. Again. Cool. I'll watch game four of a four-game Philly sweep. According to Big Dumper. He didn't say they'd sweep. He didn't say they'd sweep. It might go longer than that. Oh, I'm sure. The Astros sure. will probably win a game or two. They have think. not lost a game in the postseason. None. The Astros have not lost. I don't I don't know. Obviously, when their postseason used to be just one round, people swept the World sure. Series. So they there has been teams that have gone undefeated in the playoffs. But, but they played 
with three rounds, including now an expanded wild card round. Obviously, they didn't have to play in the wild card round, but best of five, best of seven, best of seven. I don't know what the best record is to go through all three rounds. I don't think it has anyone ever swept their way through an entire six and zero right now postseason. I don't think it's ever happened. They are seven and zero right now. They won. They swept uh, the Mariners three to none, and then they swept. Oh, that's three the, out of five. Not and then two they swept out, the yeah, Yankees right. four out of uh, four and zero. So yeah. seven and zero with a possible eleven and zero is what they need to go to finish off a perfect postseason for the Astros. I think the Phillies can get. I think the Phillies can can beat them. They look good. They're great. No question about it. But, I mean, Phillies could be the team of destiny. We've had a lot of teams of destiny lately, Ben. We had the Nationals, team of destiny. We had the Braves, team, team of, of destiny. destiny. Um, you know, Padres knocked off the Dodgers, knocked off the Mets. A little bit of a team of destiny there, but you ran into another team of destiny. Um, yeah, I'm, I, I will be, I'll be rooting for the Phillies because I want to get beat by the best. All right, listen to 97.3 The Fan, thousands of other stations, plus millions of podcasts for free on the Odyssey app. We've got our Rhino Report headlines coming up after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. And get things started here with our edition, today's edition oh, of boy. the Rhino Report. Now tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Welcome to the Rhino Report with Paul Rindle. Hi, Paul. All right. Two stories from the world of sports that we haven't gotten to yet. We'll start off in Major League Baseball. And one story that you didn't know you needed. Are you laughing, Biot? It's the Rindle Report. Hey, Paul, how you doing? On 97.3 The Fan. Are you ready to bless the mood? I need some help, please. <laughs> that was good. Oh, yeah. Right. You know that uh, back in the late 90s, Macon, Georgia, used to have a minor league ice hockey team. They were the Macon Whoopie. True. True, True story. What a genius name. <laughs> genius name. The Macon Whoopie. Yep. Wow. <laughs> all right, Polly. All you now. Thanks. Start off, i uh, got a couple of college basketball-related stories here, actually. We'll start off uh, Jim Nance announced that he will be calling his last Final Four this upcoming March in April, March 2023. And uh, Ian Eagle is the heir apparent set to take over for Jim Nance, who has been calling it for so long. Uh, He's been a part of CBS's coverage of March Madness since 1986. He was the studio host for the first five years and then called his first Final Four in 1991. And uh, this will be the last run for him. If you would have told me that uh, Bill Raftery at 79 years old would outlast Jim Nance on the Final Four coverage, I would have been surprised. Jim Nance, very well preserved. He's still only 63. I mean, preserved. he could go on for longer. Why is everyone leaving? We, well, I mean, I know Joe Buck's still working. He's doing the Monday Night Football now, but you don't get, there's no playoffs with Joe Buck. Everything's different. I'm starting. I guess I must be getting older because I want everything to stay the same you, like it always was. Do you want to keep working? I told my wife yesterday. Yesterday, I, I got home from work and she said, "How was your day?" I said, "It was good. How was the show? It was good." She said, "What's going on?" I said, "I wish I was rich and I didn't have to work and I could just go play golf all day. That's all I want." I, I like work. I, I know like th- you guys, but I would rather be at home playing golf. Maybe these guys, the the pandemic, I think changed a lot of people. Man, they said, "Man, I got to take stock of what's important in life." Maybe Jim Nance says, I-, I got golf to play. I noticed that Jim Nance isn't giving up the Masters. Yes, exactly. It's exactly <laughs> There's no announcement fully that, retiring. yes, won't be, uh, won't be doing the Masters anymore. Oh, no. 
He will still be broadcasting from Augusta, Georgia. I mean, I love this job more, more than anything in the world. But if somebody gave me $5 million, I'd, I'd see you guys. I love you. I'm out. I'm out. The NCAA is tough, though. Uh, I mean, they get you know double headers yeah. when they're doing them every day. They get the huge three weeks. It's travel to different cities. A I can, I can sort of understand stuff, that. Yeah. I love Ian Eagle, though. He's great. I, we've had him on before. I think awesome. Ian Eagle's fantastic. So if you were going to have to lose Jim Nance, who is one of my favorites yeah, and one of the too. best, Ian Eagle is a great, great replacement. Saw another story in college basketball. A uh, little heart warmer here. Uh, Kentucky basketball coach treats coal miners' family to tickets. So John Calipari did something pretty awesome. There was a photo that went viral uh, of a woman's husband. Uh, the woman's name is Molly McGuire, and her husband, Michael, is a coal miner. And there was a, a image that went viral after he attended Kentucky's blue-white scrimmage in Pikeville, Kentucky, last weekend. I mean, like straight from the coal mines covered in soot he's still wearing his boots Damn. his full uniform and he's sitting there with his three-year-old son easton and his wife and um molly her his wife said that she he left the mines immediately drove straight to the game because he wanted to be there for his son's first kentucky basketball game he worked a long shift had to drive got there just in time and for the first time they get to watch Kentucky basketball which is huge for their family uh, together in person and they were sitting uh, looks like courtside or front row there and so it was just a scrimmage just practice you know inner squad type of thing and um, John Calipari saw that and said thanks to everyone for your incredible response no one rallies like us we are looking forward to hosting Molly McGuire her husband Michael and their family at a game soon and so he actually called Molly McGuire, and uh, she answered the phone. He said, hello, this is John Calipari. And she said, she told ESPN she was stunned that he actually got in touch and called her. But not only that, got her and the whole family tickets to a game, and they're going to get the VIP treatment Love from it. the Kentucky basketball program. I mean, I, like, imagine complaining about your uh, job, and then the guy's like, I work in a coal mine. One of the most hard-ass jobs you can have. Yeah. Right? Like, oh, man, I'm really tired. I come in and do bits and stuff all morning. And Well, and, like, it I just kind of adds to the story. The The scrimmage was actually arranged at Appalachian Wireless Arena, and it was to raise money for these communities in eastern Kentucky that were just, like, destroyed by flooding over the summer. So it was already kind of a, hey, we're here to show support, raise some money, and then you see this family show up, and you're like, man, like some things are just a little bit more important. Yeah, that's killer. Let's do this. And um, yeah. I, I think I, um, I sometimes mistakenly throw in John Calipari with some of the bad eggs in college I was basketball. The same thing they, earlier when I saw that they had a vacated season with Memphis because of some of Derrick Rose's like test scores or something on like his admission tests that ended up getting invalidated, so he turned out to be ineligible. But honestly, he, he's Cal Parry's been around a long time and actually seems like one of the one of the good ones in college basketball. I get him mixed up with Rick Patino. Yeah, no, and he's definitely not, <laughs> he's one, not, of, one, of, he's not one of the good Didn't ones. Did he get caught yeah. sleeping with like a waitress yeah, yeah. at a restaurant yeah, or something? Yeah, a couple of things there with Rick Patino. They all have – there's always some investigations. Always. And I mean, it's college sports nowadays. There's, uh, there's always something. But honestly, Kentucky, you're in the brightest of spotlights in college basketball. It's had a lot of success, and you hear a story like that – 
yeah, it, it makes you feel good, and you like to see something like that. Uh, speaking, since your college basketball mentioned the scrimmage, did I mention yesterday the Aztecs played number 8 UCLA in a scrimmage on Sunday? And uh, it was a two-point game. I guess UCLA won, but they're a very good team, and it looks like the Aztecs are going to be a very good team as well. When does he have the first game? Uh, the first game, they have a scrimmage on November 1st, which is Tuesday. And then I think the next week is uh, the first game on the 7th. The nice. 6th is the 7th, yeah. All right, right around the corner. Yeah, getting close. Pulling up their schedule right now. They play Cal State uh, Fullerton in their first game, which is an NCAA tournament team. Yeah, they have an exhibition at San Diego Christian. At VS Arena on the 1st. Yeah, yeah that's seventh, Tuesday. Monday the 7th. And then, over, so Cal less State than two Fullerton, weeks. And then two weeks from Friday, BYU. Big early season schedule. They got, they got big games. They got the Maui Invitational, the big tournament that they're going to play in. Play like St. Mary's. They get a game against Stanford. The Maui Invitational is Ohio State is their first game, and then they could play. They'll play either the winner of Arizona and Cincinnati, and then who knows in the championship. Yeah, Dutch has scheduled up for what he thinks oh, yeah. is a good team. They have a very challenging non-conference schedule, but that means a lot of entertaining, hopefully, college basketball uh, for fans here early in the season. And finally, uh, police arrested a pair of protesters who were trying to bring uh, attention to the perils of climate change. And they did so by throwing mashed potatoes at a Claude Monet painting that uh, recently sold for more than $110 million. So what, what is their issue with selling a painting? Well, is it the painting in particular, or are they trying to do something that will generate a lot of attention for whatever their particular grievance is? Like That's a probably a really, I mean, it's a very expensive painting. Beautiful. Right. Historic work of art. Yeah, beautiful. Now, um, and anything that people would pay an obscene amount of money for is going to irritate some, for sure. Like, you could have spent this money fixing the climate. Right, something like that. buying a painting. Right. I guess there was a video of one of the protesters, and it was translated for them to say we are in a climate catastrophe and all you are afraid of is tomato soup or mashed potatoes on a painting this painting is not going to be worth anything if we have to fight over food fair enough fair enough i get i get i understand your point i hate when i let my brain go to that spot though i do because i do will i will get there from time to time like when the padres lost i'm like who cares it's little kids dying out there Right? You can get there. You can get there on e- anything. Easily. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like... Literally every single thing we have ever talked about on yes. this show. You're like, what's the point, man? Right. Little kids have cancer. Like, who cares what the who the DH is going to be? This would be a really tough job. And most jobs would be a really... T- no, would anyone ever go to work if that's the way you thought all the Unless time? Unless you were like, like a doctor or... Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> farmer, I feed people yeah. or I cure, I, I cure sick people. Like, I'm going to die. We're all going to die someday. Shouldn't we just do whatever we want? Like, we only have a limited time. And when my brain goes to that place, that's when, that's when things get a little spirally. <laughs> You're saying it's not essential employment to mention different Macon, Georgia sports teams? No, I'm just saying. There's I'm, the Macon Mayhem now? <laughs> Nobody cares. The Macon Bacon, Bacon our minor Bacon. league baseball team? Shut no one about cares Bacon. about the Georgian <laughs> sports teams. Okay, fine. <clears throat> Adam does. Because kids are dying back. Right. And there's climate change, and there's I really hunger do. Hey, and look, starvation. I, re- I really do get their point. 
I really do. I did your did your mom ever when you didn't finish I try your dinner? It on Bo every night. Did you ever? Every did night. she ever pull the car? There are starving kids in Africa. I, I didn't have. a... You should eat the rest of your dinner. I didn't have an eating problem. <laughs> now I, I do. Kid. I do. Too. Now I have an eating problem. <laughs> I try it with Bo every night. He eats like a bird, and every night I go, bro. There are kids with no food. Why? Well, because you know they don't have enough money. Why? Well, I mean, in hindsight, maybe their parents made some bad choices. Maybe things are just hard for them. I don't get it. Why? It's so it's hard. I, I, I almost want to take him somewhere and like show him. But it's you know you want him to. He really won't. He'll just look at his dinner. He won't eat it. He'll leave. All right. Like I, I should. You. I should do that more. Me often. and you both. I wish I could. <laughs> I wish I could. I ate like a whole sleeve of Ritz last night. After it was already Ritz are delicious. I got the whole wheat kind, just as good. Healthy, right? No, very healthy. Way healthier. (laughs) Every guy, tell yourself. None of those. Hey, by the way, none of those partial wheat Ritz. They're just as good. (laughs) They're. I'm saying they are just as good as the regular Ritz. But see, who cares about this? Because kids are. Because they're buttery. Who cares about the Rhino? Who cares about the Rhino Report? Little kids are dying out there. Can't let yourself get there. But then you can't also. Totally ignore it and just say, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do everything that makes me feel good. Yeah, feels good doing, and not care about anything in the world. No, it's it's all about balance. Gotta have balance. I guess I just found it funny that it was like mashed potatoes. Who's gonna waste good mashed potatoes? Usually they put like. Don't they care about people struggling for food? But aren't they wasting mashed potatoes? Now the uh, the artwork is called Grain Stacks. Monet painted it in 1890. It sustained no damage. It was lying behind a layer of protective glass, Good. luckily. But uh, yeah, it recently sold in 2019 at auction for just over $110 million. It's a lot of dough, man. A lot of dough for a painting. A lot of money could have probably been spent elsewhere. See, for, but we say better. that, Paulie. We all say that. We all, But we all do it. I'm rolling along. Right? We all say, oh, man, could have. With that money, if I use if I had a billion dollars, I wouldn't be buying hundreds of millions of dollars in art. I have no interest in owning. Do art. you not? No, not really. I mean, I'd want decent, like I wouldn't like a nicely Would decorated you have the home. Dogs playing poker, ooh, that would be fun. <laughs> or the James Dean in the diner. <laughs> Is that, is that as high as you would go? Just good posters would be nice. <laughs> posters. Attitude with a bald eagle. <laughs> Inspirational remember, posters. Remember when I sold those out of my, my mansion? Remember when I sold those out of my car? Yes. That is Hang a true story. Once was a like a door-to-door inspirational poster salesman. No joke. One of my out favorite of my, stories of, of my all car. time. Out of my car. I, did. I went business to business. How you doing? Would you like to buy some inspirational posters? Attitude. Courage. Determination. Guy on a mountaintop. Did you put them up for people too, no. like in their break room? No, like, I just sold them. You just I sold just them. Saw, you just left them. I, you know me. Did they come it. with a frame? Yeah, or yeah, framed. All right. Yeah, framed in my car. <laughs> Shut my trunk one time and cracked like the first fifteen in there. I had to buy them myself. The job ended up costing me money. <laughs> God, it's a true story. Absolute true story. Oh, holy that's cow! All, and by the way, that's like the fourth worst job I've had. By the way. Was door to door art salesman. <laughs> <laughs> Courage. No one threw any mashed potatoes no. on your posters. God, no. Determination. <laughs> Attitude. Just phenomenal. Like every math classroom yeah. you yeah. ever ever Terrible. went to was decorated the, with the those icebergs. Things. Yeah, the iceberg. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that one was, Will. So stupid. 
All right, that'll do it for this show. Thank you to everyone who made it possible, including executive producer Paul Reindel, Stephen Woods, Adam Jones tomorrow on the program. I'm Ben Higgins. Braden, uh, Italian Paul coming up next on San Diego's number one sports hey. station, 97.3 The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.